Welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstad. Together we have combed through Book Talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is Dating Dr. Dill by Nisha Sharma. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing the this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Nisha Sharma is the award-winning oopsies. Okay, sorry. Nisha Sharma is the award-winning author of YA rom-com, My So-Called Bollywood Life, and contemporary romance drama, The Singh Family Trilogy. She grew up immersed in Bollywood movies, 80s pop culture, and romance novels, so it comes as no surprise that her work features all three. Um, sorry, I was editing this script while I was in line for my coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, the script. Um, before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, Karina Mon dreams of having a love story like her parents, but she prefers restoring her classic car to swiping right on dating apps. When her father announces he's selling her mother's home, Karina makes a deal with him. He'll gift her the house if she can get engaged in four months. Her search for her soulmate becomes impossible when her argument with Dr. Preem Verma, host of the Dr. Dill Show, goes viral. Now the only man in her life is the one she doesn't want. Dr. Prem Verma is dedicated to building a local community health center, but he needs to get donors with deep pockets. The Dr. Dill show was doing just that until his argument with Karina went viral and he's left shortchanged. That's when Karina's meddling aunties presented him with a solution, convince Karina he's her soulmate and they'll fund his clinic. Even though they have a, they have conflicting views on love matches and arranged matches, the more time Prem spends with Karina, the more he begins to believe she's the woman he wants to spend the rest of his life with. But for Prima Karina to find their happily ever after, they must admit that hate has turned into fate. Without any further ado, let's get into it. So, this book was mm-hmm. extremely hyped up on Book Talk. Yeah. Uh, I think it was originally, we briefly discussed this off pod, but I think it was originally like sent out as an arc through Book of the Month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think people get really excited when they read an arc. Mm-hmm. And I think this was one of those ones where people got really excited for getting an arc. <laughs> the thing is, okay, also though, I remember the author, Nisha Sharma, mm. was also on Book Talk and like promoting it. Like she was promoting it herself. Mm. And so I saw a lot of her own videos. Um, promoting it and talking about like what it meant to her to write this and to have you know the positive feedback and everything and so I I wanted to love this book me too I wanted so badly to love this book and it this book took me a solid week to get through yeah and that does not happen especially for a 300 something page romance cartoon cover yeah Yeah. I totally feel you I totally, like, I finished the first Game of Thrones book faster than I finished the book. <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, there was, like, no plot, but then also there was, but then also the writing. Dude, the writing. I. Yeah. It, like, mm, the characters, how the characters were written, that's how I would have written characters and, like, the fam- like extended family and friends. That is how I would have written them in middle school. Yeah. I understand what it was giving, you were saying. It, it was giving middle schooler 
wanted to write a fanfic on Wattpad. Yeah. It it really was, especially because he's, like, a talk show host. Yeah. (laughs) He's very much giving Wattpad. (laughs) Also, like, the whole, and, like, they, overall, the characters were just so immature. Like, for 30 years old, plus. 30, 30 plus. But, like, the aunties, the, like, her dad, like, I know, like, there's some level of like cultural stuff but like the whole Mm -hmm. not telling her that they're gonna sell the house and like the way bindu is like getting married and her whole process and how they were treating her through everything and how she was communicating it was like no you're just everyone's just fucking immature and really annoying especially because like wasn't it um a thing where like her mom wanted to leave the house to her yes so, and then for her dad to decide he's selling it seemed very, like... And not tell her about it? Like... It just seemed like... Obviously, at this point, we didn't know these characters, but it seemed out of character for for somebody to do that. You know what just, I mean? Like... It literally... Makes sense. It, you know what it, you know what it gave? It gave, pack your bags, I just sold you to One Direction, um, <laughs> because I need money for drugs. <laughs> I came downstairs and put my hair into a messy, a messy bun. bun. My green orbs were barely open for the day. I had not had my coffee yet and therefore was wearing my don't talk to me until I've had my coffee t-shirt yep. when yep. my mom told tells me. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I also thought like all along the lines of immaturity, like the whole getting mad at him and throwing the Pedialyte at him was, on live I TV. I like, that's so cringe. Especially because, like, it was really obvious when he was talking at the bar about how he had an interview with somebody the next day. I was like, okay, so it's her sister because she's an influencer. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah, of course. So that's where this ties in. Which is fine. I think it's allowed to be obvious in a romance novel. Like, that's okay. But then for her to be there and realize it's him and he's, like, talking all this shit about love and whatever... And then that's her reaction. You're an adult. Yeah. No. And no. you shared a like a makeout session with this guy. Like, yeah. You're an adult. Relax. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, I I think some teenagers would be more mature than that. Yeah. Not for nothing. It was just no. Um, and then it was just no. <laughs> no. And then like he threw a samosa at her at one point too, where it was like, why are we throwing food? why why are we doing this and then he's all complaining about like the dry cleaning for his the pedialyte thing but he's like but it really made me want to bend her over and spank her stop stop i literally i was like this is so cringe like (laughs) i you're pushing it too hard let them be enemies right now yeah don't you don't need to do that like no we can get there when we get there but not right now also, I just felt like the dialogue itself was not how people actually talk. Yeah, I agree with you. It was very, like, random. It was random, but also, like, I felt like a lot of the dialogue parts, I'm like, no, this is, like, how you would write actual, like, the narration part between. Like, people mm. don't actually talk like yeah. this to each other. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It was just, I also like the premise of him being like, her being like, I want to find somebody who I can be in love with and him being like, love is bad. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about a traditional man thing to say, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) And then I felt like when that was resolved at the end, it was resolved so fast. It was so quickly, like one conversation with his his mom and he's like, oh, I can say I I love you now. Yeah. 
I love everybody. Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, buy. I'll like pay for her car. That was then... it. Was giving like <laughs> love bombing. It, it's okay. He honestly did not like him at all. No, me he neither. Did not like him. He seemed controlling. Yeah, when she little... was like going to play uh, Dungeons whatever and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons with that guy she met. Yeah, like no matter what was going on, like you do not show up at somebody's house. No, like what if she really wasn't a date? She made it very clear she was dating. Like, yeah, no, no. And also, I hated Bindu for texting him that because she texted- literally Bindu was a little shitster. <laughs> I hate. Uh, <laughs> and then no, so like that happened, and then. All of the fucking sexual encounters, I felt like he very much, like, she was saying, this is the consent thing again, where she was saying, like, no, I don't want to do this. Even though, like, in her head, if we're in her head, right, I know she right. does. But she was saying no, and he would just pounce on her. Yeah, and, like, convince her. Yeah. It's, no. like, not sexy. It's no. not giving what it was supposed to give. No. Uh, I'm, yes, I think I'm just, like, really turned off by that trope. Thing. And I don't I yeah. won't even call it a trope. It's like a common theme, I would say, that I've that I've been seeing recently where it's like, no, I don't care if we can hear her inner monologue and she wants it. Like this is genuinely the of blurred lines shit. Where literally no, I don't I'm not here for the Robin Thick narrative. I don't I don't want narrative. it. I forgot I about him. <laughs> I, I'm glad. I wish I did. I did not. <laughs> it was a shame that that song hit so hard before we all realized how it, what, what it, it meant. Because yeah. it hits hard. Like yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, oh my god, this song's great. Yeah. And then, then listening to it a little bit more, and then the music video came out, and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah uh, no anyways but yes i i it was just not not what i was expecting and i think like the primary reason i read i wanted to read this book was because i saw something about the ass eating scene mm-hmm. and i was like we never see this in romances this is my I'm first ass eating scene in a book was ever was it i feel like we read something that had ass eating oh no it was just the butt play and it was just and butt play. it happened one summer I think. yeah yeah okay well my first ass eating i also i didn't like how that progressed because it was like i i would have preferred i think it's just like have a conversation beforehand have a oh yeah show me how two mature consenting adults like discuss like actually have safe and consensual sex yeah and yeah. I don't think it happens mid-sex where he all of a sudden just starts spreading her ass cheeks. Like, No, it's definitely an ask me kind of thing. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For like, sure. And, and not in a like, I'm already about to do it. Is this okay? Like, yeah. no, I don't want that. I don't want that. Like, it's like his tongue is inches away. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. You got to give him a little fart. He'll back off real quick. <laughs> It's surefire way. <laughs> no, but it was... I can't wait to have to put the explicit on this episode. Okay, we we also we haven't talked about the most the cringiest thing yet. Oh my god, him calling his dick Charlie or whatever. I, literally, the first time I read that, I was like, "Is this a thing that I just don't know about? Like, do people? Is that like a common like they call a dick? Is that like another name for uh. dick?" And then I realized he just specifically named his dick Charlie. Yeah. I was very much like, okay, one time is fine. You can mention it No, it it was not one time. I know. I know. I was like, one time is fine. 
but don't let it happen again. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. serious. This is a real thing that's in this book. Okay, yep. well, um, no. It was the most cringy thing when he would be like, oh, no, now Charlie's awake. No! Oh, my God. Like, it was like, this is the most unattractive way to write a man, I think. Yes, yeah. Like, I... talks about his dick in third person. <laughs> I was physically, like... I think I wish somebody had a camera on me while I was reading this book because I <laughs> was making stink faces and cringing. Yeah. And like, you know, when people say they have to like close the book and throw it across the room because they're like so excited or whatever, I had to close the book and put it away because I, <laughs> it was giving me, it was causing physical pain of like that secondhand embarrassment, cringe pain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. It was just like, I couldn't believe what I was reading, you know? Yeah. Because I don't know when anyone, any uh, person who enjoys having sex with men or people with penises, right? When anybody has said, oh my God, I love it when a guy refers to his dick Mm -hmm. as a name. No, no. Never. Who said that? No one, right? Like literally no one. I've never heard anyone say that that's attractive. Never, never. Okay, quickly, and I want to yeah. read this passage. I remembered this page number because I was like, <laughs> "This is straight out of Wattpad." Um, <laughs> and then we can do ad break if you want. But oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. This is when he sees her for the first time in the bar, page thirty. Yeah. Um, Cream could see her intensely beautiful face clearly from a short distance. What's what is that? <laughs> intensely, is- intensely beautiful. Face, short distance. What is that sentence? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the syntax was was definitely not syntaxing. No, it was not syntaxing. Her shoulders <laughs> were slumped, and that full curved mouth was set in a glossy pout. She'd piled that thick black hair on top of her head in a messy ponytail, and the glasses <laughs> did nothing. <laughs> yeah, and the glasses did nothing to hide her large brown eyes. Her prim and proper outfit was somehow sensual as her sweater vest clung clung to the swell of her breasts. <laughs> Not the swell of her breasts. No! <laughs> also, glasses are not supposed to hide her eyes, so why no. would they be doing nothing to hide her eyes? Like, I obviously, I right? I don't know. I don't know. And then, <laughs> 31, Prem glanced at the sexy librarian one more time. Oh, my God. She was... Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I just... That whole... Everything, the way he described her, the way... It, it just... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. I can't. No, with this, uh, no, I, I think a lot of the ways like that Preem was regarding Karina was like, okay, all right, I don't know who told you that sounded attractive, but no. it doesn't like it it's was a very perf- like objectifying, yeah, objectifying, over sexualizing, and like, especially when there was like parts of anger, which is yeah. like, it's fine if you do it well, I think, to make there there be like the underlying attraction hinted at right right but it was like i said it was that part where he was mad and angry and stuff and he was like and i just made me want to bend her over and spank her like it was like no (laughs) no what like i don't i don't know what you're going for Mm-hmm. But you overshot <laughs> by a fucking mile. Yeah, I also thought it was like a little confusing how 
or, or like so obviously it's like a relationship of convenience vibes right i thought like okay but they were it was like a half half-assed relationship of convenience yeah, yeah. half-assed fake dating half-assed like yeah. it was like an inch of a bunch of different tropes but never all like one like, and like when he when he showed up to her coffee date or whatever mm-hmm. and like oh saves the day because she had cinnamon from that asshole like we get it yeah. like i was an asshole a great yeah thing, right but the like he had to be there and for what you know it no. was just very forced Mm-hmm. in a way that wasn't like okay yeah the story's progressing and their romance is progressing in a way that makes sense it was like it was like he was forcing the proximity you know yeah. and then because of this he was saying like look at all these assholes that you're dating when you could just be with me and it would be really convenient and da 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 and we know he's like actually attracted to her too which is mm-hmm. the other thing so it was kind of like I don't know it just felt like I bet I can convince you to date me yeah i don't know it's like i i think of that tiktok trend of um when kids find out how their parents got together or their grandparents <laughs> got together and it's like blink if you're safe like that sounds <laughs> like the way it's like i just showed up outside of her apartment every day for a month until she finally agreed to go on a date with me like, that type what? of energy it like, is oh, that type of energy actually like, bestie though. bestie i'm afraid to tell you this but that's, <laughs> that's sexual harassment <laughs> he was stalking you yep. and forcing you into yep. something yep. until you finally stopped saying no mm-hmm. that doesn't make it love the whole doesn't take no it's so hard because like the line between persistence and won't take no for an answer and th- this is really scary is so yes. when people try and write that, it's like that's a really hard line to walk. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No. Uh huh. No. Before we move on to discuss the rest of dating Dr. Dill, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Episode. All right, let's continue the conversation. So... Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was. It just wasn't giving me the opportunity to also fall in love with him. You know no. what I mean? No. And even when like, even like everything about the way he was acting was giving me the ick. First of all, yeah. But especially towards the end when she's like, "I think I love him," mm-hmm. and she's like, "I need you to tell me if you feel like this could be something where you could fall in love." Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, I think I love her, but I just can't say it. Like, and then he doesn't say it. Like, fuck off. No. Like, <laughs> and then you come back a week later and pay for her car and say, I love you. Like, it just Mm-mm. seemed like, oh, I don't want her to leave me. So now we'll say it. I'm, you know what I'm realizing? I think mm. I, uh, I don't actually forgive people because I put myself in that situation and I was like, no, he decided like he didn't give yes. me. 
he didn't give me what I needed when I needed it. So no, I have no room to forgive and let this happen. Yes, and that, that's why he paid for her car. Like it was yeah. a he's grand like, this gesture. Is my grand gesture, but not in the cute way, in the no. like manipulative way. <laughs> I spent this amount of money, so now you have to talk to me because you're gonna feel guilty if you don't. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm now I'm ready to say I love you because I yeah. needed some time to think about it. No. Like, have, weren't they doing this thing for like three months or something? Mm-hmm. Like, brother, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, brother. It just wasn't for me. I also realize I really, mm-hmm. I think it really takes me out of the smut scenes when yeah. they use the word pussy seriously. Okay, that's funny. Okay. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't think it bothers me too much. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It just... What do you prefer? <laughs> I don't know. Just not... Read... Her okay. Center, her no. core. Some, something else. I don't care. I just... Pussy her makes entrance. me cringe. Literally. Probably, yes. I think I prefer all of those to pussy. Um... I think it's context based for me, maybe. Like Yeah, that that's fair. If it's like really makes sense to use that word in the moment, then it's fine. I, I it does not affect me. But I think this... if it's just like too casual, maybe <laughs> maybe it does affect me. I don't know. I don't know. And I think all the smut scenes just like weren't it for me. I think he was a little more forceful and aggressive yeah. and the the whole like not really talking about things and being on very different pages and he just went in like he went in without much communication and that is just that is such like I I cannot enjoy that anymore I just absolutely it freaks me out it's a turn off it's just no yeah I I, and I think like the I'm not going to use the word aggressive but I think like the more intense like mm-hmm. kind of smut scenes are fine with the communication beforehand like you're saying yes, yes. like if there's a uh like are are you sure about this like can are you sure you want this like you, i need you to tell me that you want this like directly right right and how do you want it like this whatever then like yeah go for it did not also- <laughs> if it's communicated yeah right and <laughs> when he did spanker did not ask her first and like he just went in and spanked her and it was like hang on Mm." i don't even remember i think i like blocked a lot of this book out that's fair i was like you know how like you take you you file things away for later yeah and then you get like new fun things you want to put in there so you got to take other shit out this was like the stuff i'm taking out this stuff is easily replaceable yeah it just didn't feel it it didn't feel like what i was hoping it was gonna feel like which Mm -hmm. is kind of depressing because i really wanted like it's got a good cover yep it was hyped I loved, up. I love the author. I loved her books and how she talked about the book and how, like, I love what it means to have, like, that South Asian representation in, like, the rom-com yeah. cartoon cover genre. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, it, deser- it, it deserved better. Yeah. What did he do at that party, at the engagement party or whatever for her sister that, like, warranted her dad punching him in the face? Okay, so she ran off because, like, the engagement kind of got out, and she, and then he, oh, yeah. pre- like, walks in, and she's like, I can't do this, mm-hmm. and 
So she runs out. He runs after her. And she asks pretty much, like, do you love me? And her heart's shattering. And so he's shattering because he's watching her heart shatter, blah, 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 all this stuff. She <laughs> runs off with her friends. And then Bindu comes out and is like, you you ruined my evening. Like, where where is everybody from my grand entrance? Just being a total cunt, frankly. Right. Um, and so Prem goes off on her. And then, and you, you're selling the house and blah, 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 blah. And like, and so he, it was supposed to be a moment where he's like standing up for her, mm. like Karina. Yeah. But it was just like, no, you're just being like, you're just blowing up on people in yeah. a really inappropriate way. And setting. <laughs> and setting. Yeah. And then he said, well, like when I marry your daughter. He said that like after all of oh, that, he yeah. said that, and then he, um, her dad, um, punched him. Interesting. We don't condone violence, but he I deserves a little. It. Yeah, I kind of see it. Mm-hmm. A little love tap. Love <laughs> tap. <laughs> I don't know if "love's" the right right word. For that, no, but <laughs> true. Huh. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think about that part where, like, I can't remember why they were kind of fighting, but like, he basically comes and kidnaps her, quote unquote, from her house. It yeah, just no. felt very like I don't know, like a mutual sneaking around is fine, right? Yeah, but it was very like I'm gonna wait outside your window. <laughs> it was supposed to be like okay, that's the thing. It's like I felt like we were reading about middle schoolers and not yeah, not adults, not adults. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's a cardiologist. Yeah, and has, she has a law degree. Like, yeah, like what is? Why are they acting like fucking children? Yeah, it was it was strange the way that they were interacting and. Yeah. Um, do you think did was there like a hinting at that like Bindu is not really into her actual guy that she's with? Kind of. Did you get that vibe? Like what wasn't she like at his place of work or something really randomly? And maybe I'm misremembering. But and he was like, Why are you here? And she's like, Don't worry about it. Don't tell anybody I was here. You didn't see me. No, 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 no. Like I feel like Oh no, that wasn't Bindu. That was one of her friends. Oh, was it? I yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention. Bunty, I think it I... was Bunty and then it was um Oh. Yeah, it was one of it wasn't Bindu though. Okay, so maybe that's gonna be the next. The one. next one is um oh. it's in the back. Oh, I I was done. By the time I was done, I was done. Yeah, that's so. fair. Um the aunties will return when Bobby and Benjamin. It was Bobby. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't Bunty, it was Bobby and Benjamin discover there's too much ado about love. You know, I don't have that. Oh, I do see it. It's the very last page. Well, no yeah. wonder I skipped it. I thought maybe there's like an extra chapter. Nope. Okay, okay. I don't need to read that. Too much ado about love. Didn't I buy you a book that was kind of like that? Much ado about, yeah. Yeah. About you or something shit like that. Yeah. Not something mm. shit, but like it. I meant to say some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> Her cat's name is Lizzie Bennett, and her dog's name is Nancy Drew. Okay. That's, That's kind of funny. Cute. I like that. I like that. Her husband's it from just, Alaska. Okay, I also, I love Taylor Swift, but I felt like the Taylor Swift references, I feel like TikTok authors are just putting Taylor Swift in. It's a bit much. Because they know it'll get attention. It's a bit much, for sure. Did you see the Taylor Swift soundtrack in the back? I'm looking at it now. What does 22 have to do with anything? Nothing. She's 30. It's, this is literally, <laughs> it's the whole point is, of the book. This is literally just 
her most like popular songs. Literally. What does Cardigan have to do with it? Nothing. Nothing. Literally. What what is this? <laughs> like Cardigan's about like like cheating and I want you back vibes. No? No. It's so I yeah that I think the that authors are doing I saw something recently where like some authors have stopped doing blurbs, traditional blurbs on the back, and instead they're just writing the tropes that are in the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you're admitting that you're focusing more on tropes than on writing a story, right? I, I think feel... this is one of those instances. Yeah, I think so too. That's Put what people point. like, and then that's it. It'll be popular. It's you know what it's kind of like parallel to. I feel mm-hmm. like um, the transition of music and going from making albums to just putting singles and then putting mm-hmm. albums out to deliver singles for radio yeah. stuff. The Ed it's Sheeran so effect. Similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, wait, you're right. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like, it what just- about the whole? I want the whole. the artwork and the story of the whole don't just give me tropes don't just give me we have to fake date relationship of convenience enemies to lovers i felt that reminds me i felt like there were so many scenes that she had in her head that were like pre-written that Mm -hmm. she just she wrote the book around certain scenes that she wanted to be in there so there's this, uh, like, thing that a lot of writers say, right, where it's, like, obviously you kind of have an idea of what your story is going to be, mm-hmm. but you have you have solid scenes that you know you want to be in there, like you're saying, right? Okay, okay, and yeah. So sometimes a lot of authors feel like they can't actually do the writing because they have to do those in-between scenes before the scene that they know they want to write. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times authors will just, like, write the fun scenes that they want to write and then go back and do, like, the filler scenes. And okay. so I feel like this, I think you're, like, absolutely onto that. And I think that is kind of what happened here. I think that there were, like... But it's, like, the filler scenes didn't do, like, they, that's, they weren't yeah. good enough. That's why they're filler scenes. <laughs> like, they are not... But it's other... just to get you to from point A to point B, and it right. doesn't make sense, and it doesn't further the plot. And that's yeah. the thing with those filler scenes. If you're looking at it like this is a filler scene, then, yeah, it's going to read like one, you know? Right. So I, I kind of think you're onto something there, and I kind of think that's probably what happened with a lot of this because there were so many things where we were like, okay, plot point here and then plot point there. So how do we mm-hmm. get from here to there? Also, mm-hmm. I want to write this scene where he fingers her on her car in the garage while there's a bunch exactly. of people over. Like it, and so you have all these party scenes just to get to that part of the the, the scene that you want to write. That's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, but in context, like, who would do that? <laughs> I, no. would, I wouldn't do that. No. And like jokes. There were very obviously some jokes that she wanted to be made, but that didn't really further the story. Anything. It like was... the, the, her grandma, was it? That had the um, vibrator. The yeah. Yeah. Like tell her you know what i mean like even just, even her dad knew it's just what not, it was not funny it really wasn't like the no. the first time when she was like it i'm you this massage thing okay that was like maybe a little funny right, right. but like later when she you didn't need it to, to an carry event, yeah need like, to carry through the book it yeah. was too forced it was too forced like it, it, you're it's clearly like oh i've got to bring something back funny from the beginning of the book to make uh-huh. it cohesive and it wasn't cohesive <laughs> i'm sorry 
I really wanted to like it. And what's this called on like Goodreads? Did you see? It's like it, the Shakespeare something, which is why it's like a something to do. But like, what was this? Uh, if, if she was referencing, oh, if it was like if Shakespeare was an auntie or something like that. That's what like the, it's book one of that. That's like what she's calling the likely trilogy. I don't like that. No. Oh. So what was this one? That's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. I don't know what this, because if, if the next one has to do with like, whatever, now I can't even think of what the actual Shakespeare, Shakespeare equivalent is. is. <laughs> what is it? I'm like, reading. Much Ado About Nothing, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I that's wrong? it. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, on, okay. I'm on Goodreads. I'm on yeah. Goodreads. I have mm-hmm. to. Oh, stop it. I don't. I don't want to join Goodreads right now. Um, Do you not I have DN- like, a Goodreads account? I don't. I DNF'd at 75%. Oh, really? We should start doing this where we read. <laughs> I know. <reviews>. Sequel, <laughs> Divorcing Dr. Dill, when? Oh, I was going to. Did I not text you that? No. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking I literally wrote it down in my notebook because I was like, but I didn't want to tell you yet because you weren't very far in. But I literally read that review and I was like, I have to bring this up in the in the the podcast because literally literally like there that you know when you see those tiktoks that are like relationships that i think would actually last from uh oh book, yeah books Afterwards, yeah this is not one of them <laughs> right no okay and then okay this person this man murdered my libido i deserve a fucking trophy for finishing this book um the way I probably would have rated this higher if he didn't refer to his dick as charlie every 5 minutes literally though I've been traumatized. Um, you got to think what that when a man names his dick, dick Charlie, what dick. other body parts have names? What about Nick? You could say he was Prem's right-hand man or Susan, his left ear. <laughs> Maybe Chippendale for his two balls, <laughs> just a suggestion, of course. <laughs> I love people. That's so funny. Uh, uh, literally. I have officially lost brain cells reading this. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what's this? This book was so embarrassing. DNF at 25% detailed explanation on why it's a YouTube link. Am I going to get Rickrolled? Or it's somebody who has a YouTube account. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it is. Bummer. I was going to get Rickrolled. I would have <laughs> respected it more. Yeah. <laughs> this book was so embarrassing. Honestly, I could live without the guy calling his dick Charlie. Like, this is obviously not liked. Like, I don't know no. why this was put in there. I've know. never heard somebody say they find that attractive. That's, it. like, it, never. you know what this book was written like? Mm-hmm. No cap. It was written, like, as a man, if a man wrote it. Like, <gasps> oh, my God. It was. The, like, swell of her breasts. Yeah. And, like, naming this his dick. This was so male gazy. It was super male gazy. Oh, how sad. <laughs> three stars was it steamy yes but it did not make up for all of the millennial slash weird pop pop culture references i had to read at the end of the day no mm-hmm. <laughs> no i feel bad <laughs> i wanted to like it yeah i did too and you know i think it could have actually been if it had done been done well i think it could have been an interesting read on like the difference between or like kind of delving into arranged yeah marriages and like marriage of convenience and stuff mm-hmm. and versus love marriages and how like there is kind of something to be said about um 
arranged marriages and stuff and looking at compatibility over other things. And I think it, like that could be interesting. Yeah. But I think like when I was reading this, I was comparing it a lot to this, like, I guess it's a trilogy now. I haven't read the last one yet, but like the marriage plan and the dating game or the dating plan and the marriage game. I mix them up. Right. Right. I'm so sorry. But they have like a similar plot line where, you know, one of the, sisters turns 30 and she needs to be married and everybody's pressuring her and so she like mm-hmm. fakes an engagement to one of her friends uh-huh okay and it so i think i was com- i was like compare but like it's written well like yeah <laughs> it was like that it was a like a engagement of convenience i guess where they actually fall in love and it makes sense you know mm-hmm. even though they like don't want to vibes so i was just kind of like uh I think with this one, it could have, you could have done more to make me actually want them to be in love with each other. Right. Right. Like, there's a lot of times where we have a character that is really likable and you're like, oh my God, I want the best things for them. And it was kind of like, I didn't like either of them really. Nope. Nope. Uh, Someone else said, I literally have lost count at how many times I cringed while reading this book, which that was me. Yeah. I just, it was disappointing, I think, because it's kind of like when, something's been hyped up so much and we're really anticipating it it hurts to not like it it does like i'll never forget how excited we were to read lore oh my god that was so by disappointing or black bracken or whatever her name is and it was just like this is it like 25 percent of what i was hoping yeah yeah literally i just and, and you know what everybody's saying is like too many pop culture references and i agree yeah it was forced it was like i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make this social media friendly somebody said can i regain the brain cells i lost during this yeah (laughs) yeah the only reason i literally would have dnf'd at like probably page 30 like that when he was describing her as a sexy librarian and that whole thing dusty you want to get out sorry i gotta let dusty She's been sleeping under my bed, hiding from Yoda. Aww. Yoda's mean. Aww. Yoda's gonna give Dusty a heart attack one of these days. No. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so this book was just um no bueno, unfortunately. It yeah. Somebody made a good point. There's okay. really only one reason I'm not going to finish this book, and that's Dr. Dill. This is DNFing at 82%. Let me oh, explain. I First, I have to go over his relationship with Karina. The only reason Preem and Karina made progress in their relationship is because Preem pressured Rena into giving up what she wanted because he was too selfish to change. <gasps> yeah. He's like, I would do anything to keep her in my life and then prove it and meet her halfway. Yeah. Like, literally, literally. Also, we did not talk about the fact that every time he said, Rena, honey – Oh my god, Rena, honey, no! I hated that so I, much. I had, like, this sudden... Because, like, okay, so in my relationship, like, occasionally, Esty calls me honey. Like, mm-hmm. really occasionally. But he says it very endearing. And I feel like the way that Preem was saying Rena, honey, it just sounded like... I, like, not endearing. It's It sounded no. like... Uh, what am I trying to men say? Who, What's that word that starts with a P? Call, I don't know. But men who call women chicks. It was kind of yeah. in the same boathouse. Yeah, it was very like, uh, why can't I think of that word? <laughs> it's going to drive me crazy. Um, but it, it was just not, it was kind of like looking down on her. Yes, patronizing. 
Hey, thank you. I started with a B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because he did it to he called Bindu honey at some point too. It was very like like mm-hmm. most of the time when guy, especially like for example, my older brother uses this, right? Mm-hmm. He calls like people hun. I hate mm. it. Like it's just it's so, so patronizing. It's it really is. So I was kind of like, I don't like it when especially if it starts in the beginning as like a, a negative thing. Mm-hmm like rena honey and then you try to transition that into romantically calling her honey Mm-mm. it doesn't work for me because you've already ruined it yeah he said know. it during the smut scenes too and i was like no did he yes uh, i think i blacked out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fair <laughs> do you oh, have a so two because too cringe. many taylor swift references for me <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> Uh, it just wasn't giving what we thought it was going to give. I feel so bad. Me I too. I have one line um, that I liked. Oh, okay. Give it it's not me. even a line. It's just, I was like, oh, this didn't make me cringe. So I'm going to okay. highlight it. The one um, line in the whole book? Yeah. Uh, it was page 141 and they were having that, um, the eating contest, I think. Oh, or yeah. about mm-hmm. to. And it was, um, Priam learned something in that moment as he listened to her ramble. There was no filter when it came to Karina Mann. As brash as she may be on a normal day, apparently she showed unfiltered joy as well. Well, that's good. He noticed an actual thing about her. I know, right? Yeah. Like, oh. Unfiltered. I just like that. Like, the, there's no filter in any sense, but that also means there's that unfiltered joy. I think the only smutty scene that I kind of liked was the, like, which, and I didn't like the context around it, but was, like, at that party thing at their house. And yep. he's, like, on the car. Like, I think that that, that was, was, like, yeah. the the dirty talk there was, like, okay, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. But it, it also kind of felt forced. It was kind of, like, the, it was, like, things that authors know we like to hear does that make yes. sense yes like like it was like there was a checkbox like she had a checklist and she yes. was like okay added that added that added that good to go like yes like calling her a dirty girl like the, it was like good dirty talk but it was like not original dirty talk if that makes sense you know what i yes. mean like yeah. it was like stuff yeah okay of course we like to hear that <laughs> like yeah yeah obviously but it, it so it didn't really but also like the context around it like the fact that it just seemed out of character for Rena also yeah yeah I don't know so what did you rate it I didn't even want to yeah I think I'm gonna go for it too I'm really sorry <laughs> I don't like to, I can't give it a one because I'm I like I feel like my ones are genuinely like I fucking hated this you know and I didn't fucking hate it <laughs> I didn't like it but I didn't I didn't feel like burn this book you know what I mean so I just want to forget that I ever read this book. That's really fair. That's really fair. I think it just didn't live up to the hype and it just yeah. wasn't. It's not one of those love stories where I'm like, yeah, they're going to be together forever and I'm so happy for them. It was very much like, oh, man. I would have DNF'd this. Honestly, maybe. Gotten my money back if I could. I know. I broke my book buying ban for this book. I know. I was thinking about Isn't that. Isn't that depressing? That's really depressing. Literally went out of my way to a, went out of my way to a bookstore. Went out of my way to a bookstore to buy mm-hmm. this book and then it ended up being like this. This. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm going back to my book buying ban until I find something worthy. That's fair. Rip. 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 
Um, so you you have no rating. <laughs> yeah. Question mark out of five. Because I like in my mind, I want to say I DNF'd this, and um, okay. like you mentally DNF'd. It. I mentally. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it deserves a rating. That's fair. Because, I like feel said, so bad. I really wanted to like it. I know. I know. Uh, I was so excited for this book. I went in with like actual like good expectations, I think is the thing. I need I to think, stop doing that. The thing is, I didn't even like I wasn't expecting great writing. Like I was not expecting something brilliant. Yeah. I just it's wanted not alone to with you in the ether. No, I wanted a fun little book. And this was not a fun little book, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Like it wasn't I wasn't even is silly. Not high ex- no. Uh, this I did I don't have high expectations for romance um uh, novels hang on my mom just texted me okay. I don't have high expectations for the cartoon cover okay unless um, it's Emily Henry right yes. yeah okay um I don't have high expectations I just go in I'm like okay I like section off like I'm not gonna be wowed I'm just gonna have fun yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about you the know? vibes. Exactly. It's about the vibes. And this did not deliver the vibes. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think, like, I need to go back to having low expectations for every book again. Yeah. And then being pleasantly surprised. <laughs> versus. <laughs> How disappointing. Versus what are. We, we were on a stretch where we were we doing were five, five stars, stars for every yes. book. What happened? I don't know. I'm really depressed, honestly, because I was very much enjoying, like, how – I was, like – for example, right, I use Storygraph and Goodreads to track my books. And on Storygraph, it kind of gives you an overview of, like – uh, like, it's, it gives you a chart of how many books you've read throughout the year that you've rated one stars, one and a half, right? Like, you can do decimals, yeah. whatever. And then it gives you, like, an overall average of all the books you've read for the year. And so, like, for a while, my actual average was, like, a 4.5. Like, we were wow. reading such good books. And now it's, like, a 3 point something. <laughs> like, it went down what significantly is- because we read a lot of not great books in the last few months. What do we have coming up? Like, are we going to have good books coming up? I mean, I hope you like the series we're going to read soon. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying the reread. Like, I'm, I'm having fun. I actually read the first book, and obviously I'm not going to say anything now, but, and I actually rated it a star higher than I did the first time I read it because I enjoyed okay. it more this time around. I think I was okay. too, like... Critical? Critical the first time around, and this time I was like, oh, I'm here for the vibes, and I was really enjoying the vibes. <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> what do we have coming up? I don't know. I want, a, I want a solid five star standalone yes i agree oh i mean well hold on jesus christ if this fucking my computer is just on its way out of life um mm-hmm. oh i mean we have some isabella yende coming up that'll be good i have i think read. you'll like that yeah yeah um and we have some reads i've heard are good for hispanic heritage month yes okay and you get to read daughter smoke and bone soon <laughs> i'm excited about that yeah i don't know we'll have to we'll have to reassess okay perhaps i think what do i have i have some on my nightstand table actually that i'm like i'm going to read these on my own i think do it yeah um i have what do i have yeah what do you read what are are we reading corner right now what are we reading the idiot okay um yeah it's the pink cover with like the rock on it oh yeah I really want to read. Okay, so this is going to be a series, but I really want to read it. It's my brilliant friend, 
by Elena Ferrante, and it's a okay. show oh. in Italian, I believe, oh. or or Spanish on maybe it's Spanish on HBO. Um, and then Writers and Lovers by Lily King. I'm gonna read that. Yeah. I think. And then, what else do I want to read? There's so many books I want to read. It is Italian. It's Italian. Mm-hmm. How fun! You mm-hmm. should read Bear Town. That was really good. Oh, that one. You know what else I'm gonna read? I'm gonna read Yerba Buena. By Nina oh yeah. Because I read I read We Are Okay by her, and that was like I sobbed. Okay. Okay. You know what I want you to read? <laughs> what? I think we should read the Hush Hush series together. Oh, God. God. <laughs> because you know what? I read Cassandra Clare. <laughs> For you. That's fair. So, and that was something you that you hadn't read since you were in like middle school. Middle school. And I haven't read Hush Hush since I was in like middle school. So okay. I think that would be fun. That could be for fun. Us to do. <laughs> I feel like I need more standalones. I feel like lately everything's been a surprise series and I don't like that. I know. I know. That's what I was saying. I I want a salt, like a super solid standalone. I want you to read Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. Okay. I almost bought it when I was breaking my book buying ban. I should have. Also, it's on Scribbid. Um, I know you're frustrated with the, how fast it is, but like, (laughs) just do that um you know what i think i realized sorry real quick not to cut yeah. you off but no i've been saying scribbed for like five years since i first downloaded scribbed i think it's scribed oh <laughs> i kind of was looking at the name of the app the other day and i was like oh like scribe would make more sense i like scribbed like too but why why would it be scribbed right it like, wouldn't i prefer I scribbed hundred percent yeah but anyways i just thought it was funny because i now you start you started saying scribbed because i called it scribbed and i was yes. like i feel like i should probably tell her that i think it's scribbed but that i say scribbed fair enough okay <laughs> i think we should cover love in other words because i I'm have down. stuff to say about that book okay. um yeah okay i'm down for that okay cool we have a lot of books i have so many books i need to read i also Layla has been raving about a marvelous light. A marvelous she was like, light. "Oh, I like that cover. The cover's cool. It's yeah, yeah. queer. It's Ooh. like fan. It's like magical, mm. magic world, I guess." Um, magic but she world. was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but in it's in London, and cool. um, she was like, "Once I started, like I could not put it down, and it was five wow. star, like okay, beautiful." I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. I'm easily convinced. Yeah. So that sounds good to me. Cool. Well, we'll re we'll reevaluate some potential standalones, perhaps. I I need to enjoy the books I'm reading again. I know. I'm still like in the middle of a bunch of books right now too, because Kindle has like this summer reading challenge, mm-hmm. and you get like special bookmarks for completing certain things and one of them is like to read for a month straight so every day i've been having to read like something on my kindle mm-hmm. i'm just picking like random kindle unlimited romances basically and okay. i don't feel like i'm enjoying them necessarily yeah but you have to for the yeah. competition and now i'm almost done with uh or i'm my time's almost up on my audiobook from libby for the second game of thrones book and i'm only 11 percent into it and i'm like i don't know when i'm gonna have time to finish that <laughs> i no. don't know what i'm doing and then we have to read those three books that we're reading for next weekend yeah i'm just like okay <laughs> i don't know what to do <laughs> you know what i'm depressed about because my what? i think my favorite book to do my hot girl walks to 
yeah. or series is the Percy Jackson series right now. Oh, no, and you don't have anymore? I don't have – no, okay. Yeah. So I had them all because I got – I had the first two on Libby. Yeah. And then I had to wait a while for the third mm-hmm. one. And then the third one became available and I read it in like a day and a half. Okay. Or listened to it in like a day and a half. And then the fourth one I have to wait six more weeks for. What? And then the, the fifth one just became available. Oh, no. And I know. So I don't know what to do. And then it's they're not on Scribbid. And <laughs> so I'm about to waste uh, credit on Audible for a book I've read. Oh, no. Like twice before. I have the physical copy for, of. But I want to do my hot girl walks to them. How depressing. I know. No. Oh, yeah. my God. You finished Love and Gelato? I did. It was very fast. Interesting. It's... It's a YA book. I want to read the Falling in Love montage. I have it saved on Scribbid right now. but it's I love seeing it's... what you save on Scribbid. So I go through my <laughs> Kindle Unlimited. Because a lot of times Kindle Unlimited gives you the audiobook. Okay. Like oh. just. Hold on. Did I really buy Hook, Line, and Sinker? And it's available on Scribbid? <laughs> You're kidding. I did not waste a credit on Audible for that. Oh my god. I need to start checking Scribbid first. Anyways. Um. So a lot of the times Kindle Unlimited will also give you the Audible audiobook while you're using mm-hmm. the book. But sometimes they don't have it. So then I like – I download a bunch of books every once in a while when I see them. And then I go to Scribbit and I look for the audiobook so I can have them too if I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But so usually if you see me add a bunch of shit all at once, it's because I just was having a mini Kindle Unlimited manic episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Doing yes, the add to cart, some. add to cart, add to cart. Literally. Yeah literally literally so yeah okay i think we can end it um (laughs) let's make this a short episode oops well we just started talking (laughs) i know know, we haven't facetimed in a while i know i feel like every time you usually your facetiming is like perfect timing like you usually are like right as it's been real shit timing lately like yesterday i was literally like in the middle of finishing a bunch of shit for work i didn't even Mm -hmm. hear my phone also my notifications my phone are being weird i'm not sure what's going on yeah you have my notification silence and i was trying not to be offended by it really yeah no okay i think there's something wrong with my phone because this morning when I was cooking breakfast. I immediately put my phone on ringer in case you texted me like, do you want to do earlier or whatever, right? Like I, yeah. I, I wanted to be able to hear it. And then I cooked breakfast. We ate breakfast, everything. And my phone not once went off. Like it was in my pocket the whole time. I texted and then you. I checked my phone and you had texted me and I had like 20 notifications. And I was like, what is going on? Like, Literally, <laughs> your, notifications on are, your notifications are silence. It, it says on do my- yeah, either you're on Do Not I mean, Disturb. right now I'm on Do Not Disturb, so that makes sense. But, but it says that. It said that constantly for the last, like, four days. No. Yeah, and I was like, I okay. think it's this. Okay, so I got a new phone. And it wants me, instead of doing Do Not Disturb, to go into focus mode for work, which I don't have set up. I wonder if it's, like, doing that between my work hours. You know what I mean? No, it's at night, too. It's every, oh, like, I, every I mean, minute I of the day. On. Oh, no, really? no, 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 like, because I text you a lot throughout the day, and yeah. it, it has not gone away in four days. No fucking way. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, like, I, pro- I promise okay, I'm not, cool. I'm not doing this to you on purpose. Me no. in my head about everything, like, nobody wants Stop. to talk to me. No, say I'm put me on silent mode. No, 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 that was like when, uh, that was literally like when I showed you how to fix the, the, 
AirPod announcing thing. Oh, yeah. Because so, yeah. I was like, I don't like it when you have me on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> you I was have like, me I'm... on Do Not Disturb for No, I didn't. I... No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, I literally was like, no, I got to go look this up because she can't be on Do Not Disturb all the time. Like, yeah. I, I can't handle this. I need to know that she's seen my messages. It's <laughs> so funny. Put Blame that on our attachment issues. Okay. Yep. Uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on. If applicable, my coffee hit me. If you have any Here we go. questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Host Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhostpod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.